record in two places. So again, thanks for joining me. I'm Carrie Little, smartgirlmedia.com, smartgirlmedia marketing. You can also find me on YouTube, Carrie Joe Little everywhere. I am the designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group. Gotta tell you that. Gotta tell you that. Morning, Doug. Morning, morning, morning. I think. I think that's Doug. I gotta go. You know, it's hard for me to see all of you. All is well, Matt. All is well. Your, your book comes today. How exciting. Let me tell you. I think I ordered like a hundred of them. And it's, for some reason, they're like, some of them are coming next week and then the end of the month. So I guess when I ordered in bulk, it takes a little bit longer. So we're going to get right to it because I have a meeting that I have to be on at 10 a.m. Uh, so I really, I left my inbox over there. And you know what? I'm just going to go get it. Hold on. So I figured I'd make this real. Now, have any of you had a real job in your life and someone actually gave you the work in the inbox? I don't even know what's in here. Let's see. Oh, administrative office assistant. Yeah. I, I hired my daughter to help me part-time so we can get things back in order. Uh, but I do, I'm, look, do, if you're a real estate agent and you're watching, don't DM me. I need you to sell real estate. But I am going to get someone to come into the office. Am I willing to let you work from home? Hmm. I got to think that through because really nobody's in the office, but, um, and we're in West Chicago. So a lot of times, as soon as I say I need to hire someone, I get all these DMs from real estate agents that want a paycheck. Look, that's what we're talking about today. There is no inbox in real estate. So if you want a paycheck, you need to get a job. If you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to make the income that you want to make, you have to create the inbox. So my journal, and I'm jumping to my, where's my index page? I don't even know what page this stuff is on. Okay, so page 60. There is no inbox in real estate. And let me tell you, I've been using not this journal, but I have another book. It's actually in my backpack. As a designated managing broker, I've been writing down what my day is like because, right, amen and amen. I've been writing down what my day is like because as a, in Illinois, we're called designated managing brokers. We have managing brokers and brokers. In most states, you're, you're a licensee, a real estate agent, and then you have broker owners. But in Illinois, we like to do things differently. So when I say managing broker or designated managing broker, think of the person that's responsible for all of the licensees in the office. That would be me, also the principal owner. So just like this, this journal, I want, you, I want all of you, when you get the journal, to start tracking your day. Because what will happen is, is you will figure out that you're busy getting ready to get ready and you're not doing any work. So I started writing um, in a different journal because I'm working on a broker owner journal to kind of get people on track. And I've been DM'd a lot about opening a company. I am going to tell you, I am not the know-it-all for opening a business, but I know how to go do the research. And let me tell you, last year we switched from LLC to Inc. because the attorney and the accountant said do it. Before you do what the accountant and the attorney say do, this is why you got to write this stuff down. 
you have to write this stuff down. Because if you do what someone else tells you to do without going to do the research, let me tell you what happened. As soon as we switched and I notified our department, I had to pay $25 per real estate agent to switch from an LLC to Inc, even though the EIN didn't change. So you multiply that by 25 bucks. I was not happy. So I digress. So you need to talk to the person, not just the accountant, but the person that actually does taxes, because sometimes the accountant is the accountant, but someone that does taxes knows the loopholes and how you can file your taxes, so I digress. This is why you need to do research. So that was, look, let's see this. I think that's gonna be uh, next week on Friday. Let's see, that section is, yeah, you need to always learn. So I wrote, you need to always be learning but you, you need to always learn. So that's why I'm doing the managing broker one because I'm fit finding out that I'm still trying to figure this out. Although I can probably compete with the biggest brokers out there because I have an awesome platform for learning. So anyway, so I'm not gonna read this verbatim, although I really do want to. Yeah, let me say this. So for those of you, and feel free to type your questions in the chat if there's something you want me to teach you or if you have a question. So when we talk about there is no inbox in real estate, no one is gonna come to you and drop off your work. Now, if I do drop off your work, guess what? I'm taking a cut of that work. So that means if I give you a lead, whatever your split was, whether it's 50, 50, 50, 50, 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20, 90, 10, flat fee, whatever it is, if the company is giving you the business or if you're paying the Zillow's of the world or the Realtor.com's of the world or any uh, lead generating company, if they give you the business and for us, it's, um, it used to be Opsity and we finally had an agent close a deal with Opsity now owned by Realtor.com. Realtor.com is not owned by the National Association of Realtors, by the way, it, they licensed the name, but anyway, so they bought Opsity and this agent closed the deal. Now I'm just gonna let you do the math. I won't tell you the amount. 30% on a rental. Then the agent split kick kicked in. So if you want someone to give you your inbox, expect to pay for the inbox. And stop complaining about the fact that why does the company take so much money? Now I could be really rough and tough and say, go open your own company because what you don't know is all of the other fees that we get to pay. One day we'll talk about that. So here's so when I say there is no inbox in real estate, think about your current job or your past jobs because some of you are working part time and uh, at, with at another job, so Starbucks, or some of you are working at a full time job. I've even had agents reach out to me and say, "I'm working full time. Can you help me?" That is, it is really hard if you work a full time job to do real estate if you really want to make a living. Now I'm not saying go quit. Do not go quit your job to sell real estate full-time if you don't have the savings or if you're not ready to get out of your comfort zone. So this says life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So if you're not ready, don't just quit your job yet. But I'm going to need you to stay out of TJ Maxx. Uh, oh, Steinmart is closing, but I digress. Stay out of Steinmart, stay out of Marshall's, stay out of Louis Vuitton, stay out of all of these stores and start saving your money. So you can stop working for someone else. So um, when you so when you worked a regular job, 
Were you the person that created the work for the employees or was someone else responsible for your daily to-do list? Hmm. So when I worked for a company called Kassane Business Systems in Addison, someone was responsible for giving me my daily work. So I was the executive assistant to the vice president of the company. So he gave me my daily work. And I also did accounts receivable for the company. And I also did, um, I worked with the, the technicians that used to go to McDonald's, Boston Chicken at the time, and repair all of their typewriters. Yeah, I've been doing this a long time. So somebody gave me my daily work. Um, how about, so when I worked in re retail, I had to clean the store, check out customers, and put away clothes, right? Um, when I was the executive assistant, I gave you the stuff I had to do, but here's the other things I got to do, had to do. I had to make the coffee. And let me tell you, so let me see. On that list it was, I had to make the coffee, clean the coffee pot, and make more coffee. Some of you are like, no, Carrie, I'm out. But when you become your own boss, guess what I get to do now? So even though I used to work for someone and they gave me my to-do list, now I am the person that is responsible for my own to-do list. So I don't just get to make the coffee. I get to clean the Keurig. I get to clean the toilet. I get to clean the bathroom. I get to clean the office. I also get to clean Mark's desk. We should talk about that with Mark. I get to clean up the admin's desk because no one's going to do it as good as me. Maybe one day I'll find out who that is. I get to spray down the office when agents come in with bleach and Lysol and all that other stuff, right? I get to dust. I get to sweep. I get to mop. And today the little Shih Tzu is with me, so I get to clean up after him. So I'm creating my own to-do list. And that's just what needs to get done. So by now I think you get the point, right? So in real estate, you have to create your own to-do list. You do all the thinking. You do all the thinking. You're the person. Now, let me tell you this. I have, <clears throat> so I even posted, we use a tool called Workplace, right? Truth. Yes, Annie. So I use a tool called Workplace, which is Facebook's business platform. And in Workplace, I have all of these different groups. And I'm going to a conference for Workplace so I can actually use it better for the agents. We have a new agent boot camp. We have a buyer boot camp. We have a seller boot camp, a tenant boot camp. I showed every agent how to use Facebook. I have a knowledge library. You probably don't need to go anywhere else if you just watch all of my replays. Because I go live in Workplace because it's owned by Facebook. And I let the agents in, come to the actual class so they can either watch the replay or join me live. So I have all of this that they can um, learn. So in the daily grind, I'll post like a tip of the day, not every day, but a tip. Um, I'll even post things like what a house looks like, the difference between a bungalow home or a Sears home that came in off of a train that was ordered out of a catalog. Did you even know that was a thing? So I'll post that. And so what I, and I actually have over there, I have an old school three ring binder, old school, and I'm sure the big brokerages of the world might have a better looking binder, but my binder is probably just as good, if not better. So in that, um, so what I did with the, with the agents is I posted in the daily grind and I said, if there was a checklist that you needed as a new agent, even if you're seasoned, because I wanted to know what they would tell me, and you guys can tell me this. 
I will tell, so you can find my classes on smartgirlmedia.com. Um, and I think I have one for our marketplace on the 19th. Uh, but keep watching because I do put my schedule here and on Smart Girl Media Live on Facebook. And I said Smart Girl Media Live because it's a group you have to join. Uh, so I posted in the Daily Grind and I wanted them to tell me if I told you what to do, so now I'm telling them what to do, what would that checklist be? So as a new agent at Caremark, you get from my CRM a drip campaign for your first six weeks in real estate. I have given it to all of you before, but a lot of times agents, you get we get overwhelmed and we're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. I literally gave them, so on a Monday, they get an email that tells them what to do Monday through Saturday, sometimes Sunday, for the first six weeks in real estate. I also gave them their first 90 days, not what you do every 90 day, every day for 90 days, but a checklist of what you should get done in the first 30 days, a checklist of what you should get done in the next 30 days, the second 30 days, and then a checklist for what you should get done in the last 30 days, so your first 90 days. And I know that maybe out of the 38 agents, including me, only a few follow the checklist. And so I had one agent who came back to the industry and she was like, Carrie, I almost need like a, 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 like a fast track or something that just gets me just really going. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna create that list and I'm really good off the cuff. So I created a fast track because what I'm realizing is I need to fix some of you to switch you from, hey Lane, to switch you from me telling you what to do to you figuring out what you need to do. So again, Someone used to give me my to-do list. So I do give agents a to-do list. We also had a whole class on digital marketing. Hey, Derenika, we had a whole class on digital marketing. And my guess is, is not every agent actually finished the whole digital marketing. I'm gonna walk for a second. The entire digital marketing strategy. And I'm getting up to get my book. I want you to literally see. Now, here's what's hard. If you do work a regular job, this will feel really overwhelming. If you are a parent and you have little kids at home, this will really feel overwhelming. And I've been there. So no excuses. Been there, done that. Even though I was married, I still felt like a single parent because I felt like I did all the work. Maybe he didn't think so, but that's how I felt. So this is, I mean, it's not easy. And like I've said before, and some of you have heard me say this, is you don't have to be like a top producer today. Learn, sell one house a month, or maybe one house every two months, if you are a parent at home with little kids. Because some of our kids really do, they're very demanding. And some of your kids already went back to school, but you're the teacher. So, I mean, when I say this is a, it's a binder. I do have it in, half of it in digital format, getting there. But the reason why I went with paper, because when I opened the company, I found that some agents needed the paper. I don't need the paper. So I have this buyer section. Well, actually here, I'll just show you. The, at the beginning, this was the first 90 days in real estate. Oh, interesting. Oh, here it is. Your first 30 days, your second 30 days, there it is. So 30 days, but this was the section that I think agents have a hard time with. And I gave, I, I mean, I literally told you what to do. Now, some agents have actually figured out 
this section. I have a section called before you build your business. You have something like that in here with start with why. And I ask you questions like where will your business, where will your business come from? So when we talk about your inbox, where will your business come from as an agent? So will it come from friends, family? Um, when we say sphere of influence, people you used to work with. I have an agent that um, has an opportunity for every, the people that she works with, they're actually already buying houses from her. So you need to leverage the people you already know. So a part of your inbox. And then I have a weekly success chart. Like, are you tracking your business? And, you, and really new agents, you should be able to track your business right out the gate. If you start using your client relationship management tool, we use LionDesk. If you start using your client relationship management tool right away, when you start to get to the point where you're working with four buyers a month or you're getting two new listings a month, and it will happen if you learn how to build the business, then if you're already using your CRM, you can manage your clients better. Realtor Trooper, what's your name? You know, Realtor Trooper, I want you to change your name to your name. Don't, you don't have to do it because I'm saying so but I don't know who you are, but Realtor Trooper. Um, and just so you know, if you guys ever use the word Realtor, you must use your first and last name. They'll, that's the uh, trademark rule. But anyway, yeah, these are things we don't know. You can't get the binder. You can't get the binder. You get the book. You get the new real estate agent's journey. There's June. June, June I was kind of talking about, about you without saying your name, but June has figured this out. Um, so this is what I asked the agents to do. And my question would be is how many of you actually did this? Like, did you put together your content calendar? And then when you put together a content calendar, did you figure out what that content was going to be? So back to the new real estate agent journal and your inbox on page 60. And if you haven't bought the book, you can simply go to amazon.com and type in either Carrie Jo Little or the new real estate agent journey and I come up. And if you're an agent in my office, the book should be here next week. So roles as a real estate agent. So you are, you have to treat this business like a business. You have to treat the business like a business. So um, you, you really do need to create a plan, write down your goals, and track your business. And I just said that you can do this in your CRM. Lead generation. You have to become a lead generating magnet. So you have to be the person that actually builds a business. Let's see. Um, and you'll make money with your own network. Always work on your business, not just in the business. And so remember I said now I'm tracking everything I do every day. On Monday, I wrote down that I needed to get five things done. Of those five things, how many do you think I got done? Hey, Mark. Morning, Dominique. How many do you actually think I got done? I got done one thing and 20 other things that weren't on the list because my, my day changed. So that's why... I work off of a calendar and you don't ever have to say I'm busy. I'm not busy. I might be too busy to help you at the moment, but I'm not busy. I am very scheduled. Now there are days if an agent in my office calls me, yeah, five, I didn't get none. Of, I, I got 20 things done, but one, 
one out of the five things because my day changed. So when I check email, if I have an, an email from an agent that I know needs to get handled, that's what's going to happen. So when, when I have people DM me and like, Carrie, I know you're busy, but I have a question. I'm nope, I'm not busy. I'm just very well scheduled. I really want to say I'm, I'm, I'm too busy for you. I'm trying not to go there. All right. So that's number two. You have to be a lead generating magnet. And by the way, it's easy to get caught up in the transaction. It's easy to get caught up in doing the busy work because, oh, I got a deal and I'm just going to work on this deal. You, this is why you have to have your CRMs together. You have to have your follow-up emails that automatically generate. You have to have your follow-up emails that say, what's next? And if you use your CRMs and you build them out, and if you're new, you can build them out because you have, you have nothing to do but build your business. So you, please, I don't, if your company gives you a CRM, use it. If you don't have a CRM, we use LionDesk. If you don't like LionDesk, go pick something else. And I just got an email from one of the owners and they have made a huge update. They bought my calendar back on LionDesk. So I am thrilled. Education. So you have to always be learning. And we're gonna talk about that next Friday. Um, take ownership of the fact that you must continue to learn the business. And I posted this in our daily grind um, on Workplace. If you're an agent at our office, you know I want you guys to comment. I, if, if you always call me and I always have to answer you in a pinch, guess what? You only get a little bit of what I know. But if you show up to class, and for those of you that aren't at my office, I do a lot of free training. Again, if you go to Smart Girl University, I have a full, I have a less than 30 minute lead generating class for Facebook right now that you can take for free. There's a Facebook course coming. My goal is September 1st. I have to upload one more video. So there's really no reason why you, you shouldn't be learning and you have to, so you, this has to be a part of your day. Number four, you need to leverage your sphere. Always remind your sphere of influence that you are in the business of real estate. Who are the people that will trust you with the purchase and sale of a home? So these are the people you need to work with. Now, when you're new, you don't know anything. You know nothing. Right, Annie? You always have to be willing to learn. So even though you may not know enough, leverage your managing broker, leverage the agents in your office because you're gonna, you are going to be coming to a lot of training and you're going to ask a lot of questions, but you have to leverage your sphere of influence. There is nothing like me seeing a post of one of my friends closing on a deal and you know, I get it. Sometimes our friends don't want to work with us because we've been, they don't want us to know um, their business. But a lot of times our friends don't know that we can't talk about their business. We have a fiduciary relationship. It's like being an attorney. You can't talk. We have to shut up. And if I was like Mark, I would say bad words. Right, Mark? Do we have to shut up? Hmm? We can't talk. We can't talk about our clients. We can't talk about their information, oh, I right? Oh, you in general. Oh, speak when you're spoken to. Oh, Mark's going with the kid thing. Speak when you're spoken to. No, that's not what we're talking about, Mark. Okay, so number, yeah, who are the people that love you enough to refer you business? Who are those people? Maybe your mom and dad. Maybe there are some people out there that will refer you business no matter what while you're learning. And I'm telling you, I leveraged all of those folks when I started. I started July first, two thousand one. I called all my friends before I got licensed and I said, look, I'm gonna get my license. I'll have it in a few weeks. 
don't sell your house. If you're thinking about buying, don't buy. And I had like three of them wait for me. So I closed the deal in 30 days. I was like, this right here? You couldn't have told me anything. I was like, I am never going back to real work. Never, ever going back to real work. Number five, identify your best client. Because what are we doing today? We are creating the business. We're building the inbox. This is only a part of the inbox. You have to create the inbox. And I've said this before, but I remember talking to, excuse me, an agent. And the agent, she said, she told her husband, I'll be back. I'm not coming home until I get a deal. Because she didn't want to have to go back to real work. If that is you, how bad do you want it? Now, what I don't have in this list, so when you get the book, when you get down here, I give you the option to write down some other things. So list your questions or items you want, um, you would like to work on below. So what are things that you could add to your inbox? So when I became um, the president of Women's Council of Realtors West Suburban in Illinois, we all start with a platform. And my platform even today is purpose. Do you have a purpose? Now we talked about why, but I didn't put purpose in here. So I know why I'm in real estate today, but my why might change. But do you have a purpose? Like, do, so when I say purpose, like my, I, I love that I can educate agents and bring them along with me. And I am someone, uh, we all like accolades. We all like to be recognized. But the one, I actually love it when an agent listens to what I'm training and they actually go do business. And then now they're getting interviewed they're getting they're on panels or they're now speaking you know of course we all want to take the credit for that but here if when i have agents if there's something you really want to do i will help you do it i'm a little bit older than most of the agents maybe two might be we're the same age but i want to my purpose is to help people build a business and if there's something you want to do, it makes me so much more happy when you are successful. It's not about me. It's about the people we bring with us. And when I have age, I have a lot of agents under the age of 30. I want them to succeed faster than I did. Why? I'm going to tell you, I've been in the business since 2001. I didn't get tapped on the shoulder to get in leadership until 2012. Now that's a problem. I can come up with reasons why that's a problem because sometimes it's a good old boys club and we don't get recognized, especially as minorities. So I love it when minorities succeed. I love it when women succeed. I don't, listen, you don't have to be a minority. If you work with me, I want you to be successful. If you want to open a company, Carrie, I want to open a company one day. After working with me, you might say, oh, no, not that. I'm bad, but agents are a lot of work, a lot of work, especially new agents. And there are days when I just need a drink and I don't really drink for real, but there are days when I just want to lay down because I, I get a phone call from an agent that did something they shouldn't have done, but they've owned it. And I'm like, own it. If you've done something wrong, I want to know before the association knows. I want to know before the Department of Regulation knows. I want to know before the other managing broker calls me so I can say, thank you so much for calling me. 
yes, the agent told me, this is what we've done to correct it. It will never happen again. Thank you for not sending in a violation. Like own it. If, if someone has done something wrong and you're with my company, tell me because I need to help keep you from losing your license. That is my job. So, you know, it's like, I don't want to say it's like having kids or it's like having adult kids because when you're, so my youngest is 18. We, we worry about them when they go to college. I think about all of the things that agents shouldn't do. So I'm just letting y'all know, anybody that's new to the company, you are required to take all the MLS classes, all of them, period. From like yesterday moving forward, because I'm finding out that agents are making bad decisions because they didn't know, period. Don't show a house. Well, actually, you're, you're good. I'm gonna, they're going to be required to take all the MLS classes, but there's one class that they need to take from me before you show a house. Because I'm signing off on licenses. Just saying. So, let's see. Um, so, I said identify your best client. And so once you start selling real estate, it's important to figure out who your best client will be. For me, it is a first time buyer and a first generational buyer or someone that is moving here from outside of the United States. I learned this early. The reason why I like first time homeowners is because when I was a first time homeowner, it was, I had to write all these letters. You know, I thought I was paying my bills on time. Hmm. Some of you have great stories. I was talking to an agent last night. She's on this, this call. I'm not going to call her out, but she knows who she is. Great stories that will help people in business, but will help clients. And so for me, first time buyers all day long, because I had to write a lot of letters. And by the way, even this closing cost thing, we didn't have closing costs when I bought my first house. I had to write a thousand dollar check for five months because I bought new construction Listen, I can sell new construction all day long. I work for the builder and I went through the process. I have a story. So first time home buyers, first generational buyers. And the reason why I really like first generational buyers is because there are people that have lived here in the United States. Listen, the minority industry is huge. The um, gay and lesbian community is huge. People make um, people feel bad so they don't ever want, they don't buy because of how we make them feel. There is a huge, if you don't have a paycheck, it is your fault because you did not create the inbox. It's your fault. There are enough people out here that want to buy a house. We just haven't figured out how to leverage that yet. So reason why I like um, people that are moving from outside of the United States is because I was on a I was on the Illinois, I was in the Illinois Leadership Academy, and our project was to talk about the global industry and commercial. And we did the research and we found out that if you are naturalized to the United States, meaning you moved here from another country and you became a citizen and you moved to Illinois, guess what? You are more likely to buy a house than someone that has lived here all their life because they see the, the American dream better than we did. Better than we did. My teenager, hopefully he's not watching, but he had the opportunity to um, videotape an athlete last night. He didn't even know what he was going to, but one of his friends couldn't do the job. So he went and did the video and the photography and 
he actually got something out of it because it was a banquet for the youth that were going to college and he's going to college. And these kids got up and talked about how they didn't have dads, how this guy helped them with their high school careers. And he actually went and talked to the guy and said, you know what, I came here to videotape and get paid, but I actually learned something because he's privileged. So he didn't know what he didn't know. So people that um, have never owned a house, that first generational buyer, that first time home buyer, people that have moved here, people that are graduating from college, and by the way, talk to your lenders, that's an inbox because people that get their diplomas, that is their job history, they can buy a house right outside of college. And I'm saying that with disclaimers, talk to the lender. Networking events, right now it might be Zoom, Right now, it be, might be Zoom. Now, okay, so networking events. When you do get to go outside, you must get comfortable with meeting new people. Trust me when I say, because this is me, and I'm a little, little older, I'd rather be home catching up on TV shows. I have still not seen, uh, come on, Sheena. I said ghost last night. What is the show? See, this is, a, this is, this is, this is how I know I'm out of touch, right? Power, power is the show. Some of you are like, really, Carrie? Because I am trying to run a business. But there are days when I would like to just sit down and catch up on all the shows. And I've done that. I did it with Madam Secretary, but on an airplane. Social media. Yes, it is here to stay, whether you like it or not. Social media has changed the marketing game. We can connect with others faster than ever before. Therefore, we must be intentional on building a strong and connected social media presence. And that's what was, that was one of my things. I have a whole new system that I paid for that's going to help the company. And once I figure it out, it'll help the agents in the office. But I need to build a brand. I need to be doing one video a week on my Instagram channel. I have figured out reels. I just haven't done it yet. The new thing on um, Instagram. Although it, it doesn't quite function the way we want it to yet, but I am pretty sure they're going to catch up with TikTok. And then uh, number eight, and I'm going to jump off. You can listen to the replay on IGTV. So success in real estate. Real estate success, success happens with hard work and perseverance. I heard this said yesterday, although we've all heard it before. Rome wasn't built um, in a day, right? Someone had to start. It was built every day, right? It was so in real estate, I've been doing this over 20 years. When I first started, I didn't know anything. Being successful in real estate won't happen overnight. Give yourself some grace. You it's, it's a marathon. It is not a 100-yard sprint. It is, it's not. I have agents that come in and they're so excited. Okay, I need this. I need this. I need this. Okay, how do I get to, um, like June, she's been, she's been doing great. Only been in the business now maybe about eight months. How do I get to where she is? It's going to be different for all of you. Sheena was just recognized as a top producer via HomeSnap, top 15% in the, I think it was the US, like huge. What happened with Sheena didn't happen overnight. In addition to the fact, and I need her to tell her story. We need to go live, Sheena. Um, she actually likes people and likes to go out and network. So there will be agents that are experienced and, uh, and quite successful. And it can happen quickly if you get up, get dressed, and get to work. This was accomplished over many years, so it won't happen overnight. This was their journey, not yours. So get off of Instagram, not literally, 
but get off of Instagram trying to figure out how can I do what this agent is doing? How can I do what this agent is doing? And don't copy other agents. Be your authentic you. If you like something that someone else did, especially in your own market, especially in my office, don't copy each other. Please don't. I'm trying not to call anybody out. I, I see agents in other offices that are copying agents in our own marketplace. Like be authentic, come up with your own marketing. There's enough information on Pinterest where you can build your business. See, yes, right, Sheena, true. Be you, don't be me, be you. Now, sometimes when you're, when we say be you, some of you need to tone it down just a little bit, but you know what, that's my opinion. Because sometimes what works for you won't work for me. Have a sip of coffee on that one, right? So applaud them. Get out of your own head um, that you need to catch up to them. Get out of your head. I used to go into the office. And, I had, and Natasha was here on Monday. So we did in-office chat. Um, we all had our masks on. And I think only three agents showed up. And we're doing this again on Saturday, my agents. Um, and we, we were talking about business. And she said, you know, I really think I need to be in the office where people are so I can hear. The truth is, it's today, you don't see that as much, much especially with um, COVID and we're trying to have social distancing so we can stay safe. But because she showed up and other agents were here, that's why I'm trying to be a little more strategic so we can have live conversations. She was able to hear what I was um, talking to another agent about. So the goal for the do you need help, I'm in the office, is I was able to help all the agents and I was focused on helping them. I didn't do any of my own business. So for two hours, agents got to come in the office and ask me questions. And when she said, this is why I think I need to come, I don't want you to come to the office just to hang out. I need you to go to work. But when we do have the live in-person events or when we have the Zoom chats, because Wednesday night, 7.15 at night, only three agents, including my husband, not including my husband, so four, five, including me, 7.15 p.m. I do coaching calls. I try to do one every other week one later and one during the day, only five of us were on the call and we have 38. I try to adjust so agents can learn. Now, let me tell you, I think we're, we're starting to have a spring market. So if an agent couldn't join because they're working, I get it. But if you were an agent and you were with my company, or if you're an agent with another company and you have a regular job, if your company adjusts to train you, look, you can't go kick it. You need to show up. You have to, if you truly want this business to work, you have to come learn and you gotta come, you gotta build your own inbox. So when only a few agents showed up, I was like, you know what? These agents want it, let's go. So I answered all of those questions. And I even, so if when we do the coaching, my rules are, when you come to learn, I want you to tell me what you're working on. I want you to tell me um, if you have anything in the pipeline, and then at the end, we do Q&A. So if anyone needs to jump off, they can just jump off and then we can um, answer questions. So we're on for at least an hour. And one time I was on for an hour and a half. So no excuses, no excuses. 
So if you're just joining me, I'm about to end. I'll do a quick recap. I'm Carrie Little, smartgirlmedia.com. And you can follow me, Carrie Joe Little, anywhere on my podcast. If you didn't get the book, The New Real Estate Agent's Journey, go to Amazon. It's only 10 bucks. Uh, and so you can start your journey here. And if you're a seasoned agent, you can also um, use this to rebuild your business, things you haven't been working on. So, and you can watch the replay after this on IGTV. If you missed part one, it didn't download. So I rebuilt it. It's also in IGTV and I, it's on YouTube. So I'm building all of this out on YouTube and watch for it because I'm going to go live for, I think, six days straight to do this all over again, live in Real Estate Live on Facebook. So here we go. So when I started, I told you we've already done part one and part two. So what's your why, right? What was your why? We did this back um, two weeks ago. And then I talked about being reflective. What are you going to do as a new agent? That was last week. And then this week is there is no inbox in real estate. No one is going to give you your work. And if they do, they're taking a cut. It is what it is. If you ask, if you get a, a, a lead from a seasoned agent, they're not giving it to you. Now, there are times when we might give you a, um, a rental because we know no one's making any money. So we might just pass that along. So just know if someone does give you a referral, they're getting paid. So there is no inbox. Think about this, everything. So what kind of job did you have? Were you the person that created the work for employees or was someone else responsible for your daily to-do list? Because now you're responsible for the work. So here we go. Number one, you must treat real estate agent, real estate like a business. This is a business. You're the boss. You need to show up. Number two, lead generation. You must become a lead generating magnet. Number three, timely learning. You must consistently and continue to learn. You have to, you got to show up. Next week, we're going to talk about that. Number four, leverage your sphere of influence. Who are the people that will trust you with the purchase and sale of your home, of a home? And then who are the people that love you enough to refer you? Number five, identify your best client. My best client, first time home buyer. Number six, and a first time home seller. Number six, you gotta go and meet people. You gotta get outside. And if you can't get outside, join Facebook groups. Don't just go in for the hard sale. Um, connect with people on social media, connect with the people, connect with LinkedIn. Go connect with all of the CEOs of the businesses in your marketplace. And then um, set number seven, social media. It's not going away. You got to start using it. And number eight, real estate success. So it happens when you work hard and with consistency and perseverance. And, and, here's, and you got to get out of your own head. You, you must... Applaud the agents that are doing well. You don't have to be like the other agent. So you may not get to where they are overnight, but you can get to where they are. So get the book, write down some other things, join me, and some things you need to learn to think about. When you create your own inbox in real estate, you need to be building this now. And, and by the way, September is the best time to start generating leads for the spring market. September really you need to start getting your marketing ready because if you mail so let's go with august september october november december january 
February, it takes five to seven touches before someone decides to hire you as their agent. Five to seven times. It could happen with one marketing piece, but five to seven times. So if you start marketing to people that are likely to list in 2021, people start to recognize you and you become the agent that they choose. So the reason why I really want to bring this home is because I think the market is going to change. So if you're not the person that is generating new business now, you could miss out. I was listening to the news. For those of you that don't like to watch the news, the news doesn't impact me like it does a lot of people. I can still sleep unless it's just really bad, right? 9-11 nightmares. So today they were talking about businesses that have closed. New York had so many businesses that have closed. They had um, uh, Pink, some of the big uh, JCPenney, maybe Macy's, closed those businesses and they're opening businesses in other places because the downtown areas, people aren't just walking in. In Chicago, because of COVID, we've already had over 3,000 businesses closed. And I say we, I don't live in Chicago. I need to check DuPage County and Will County and maybe Lake County. But if we say Chicago, 300 businesses have closed their doors. And I told you earlier, Steinmark is closing. How will that impact our marketplaces? So there's probably going to be some pre-foreclosures, short sales, and foreclosures that are going to hit. And my prediction is 2022. So are you the person that is building the inbox today? So if you're an agent that has a regular job, full-time job, or a part-time job, when you come home, you got to get to work. Look, you need to... Um, I remember a guy by the name of Bob Harrison said, and I'll, I'll make it simple for you. There was a woman that didn't like her job, but she couldn't type. So she went and took the class um, on typing. I can't think of the name of the, the course. Some of you might know it. She went and learned how to type, but she learned how to type when she got off every morning before she went to work. So she got up, got dressed, and practiced the, the, the keys. What is it? You know, the, the keys in the, in the middle row. I don't know them. I just know, what, I just know how to type. And then the, the home keys. So she learned how to type, and then she went and got a better job because she learned how to type. Now, this was years ago. So what my point is, you, you need to be building out lead generation now so when the spring market happens in 2021, in 2022, when I think we're going to have a different type of inventory, you're the agent that people know. So you built out your videos on Instagram. You have done your direct mail marketing. And yes, direct mail marketing in my market is a must. So you are doing all of this marketing and now you are the agent that people know. And I've had an agent say she didn't get hired because she wasn't marketing to her community. She thought her neighbors were going to hire her. The neighbors hired someone else to list the house because that agent had been mailing to them for years. And the husband thought that that was the professional. Now people will hire you because it's you, but they'll also hire you because you are the person that is showing up and doing the work. There you go. It was the Mavis, that was the typing program. All I know is I learned how to type when I was 20 because I got a job based on my twin sister skills and I was gonna be the executive assistant to the VP and I couldn't type. So I was forced to type. So yeah, 
don't be forced to learn it, go learn it. And so thanks for joining me. Again, amazon.com, go get the new real estate agents journal. You can follow me on YouTube to learn. You can also join me in Smart Girl Media Live, Marky Lemons and I on Real Estate Live, and you can follow my podcast. If you want my schedule, I think I, in Illinois, I have one class next week, smartgirlmedia.com. So thanks for joining me. Everyone have a great weekend.